0: Orange Cassidy beat Chris Jericho at All Out, and many thought it would be the start of a big push for Freshly Squeezed. However, since All Out, he has been unsuccessful in three TNT Championship matches, going 0 2 and 1. So the question is Is AEW now burying Orange Cassidy? We talk about it next. I'm the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, I'm not one to really be quick to throw around the word buried, but. Is AEW burying Orange Cassidy since the Mimosa Mayhem match? Well, to answer your
1: question directly, is he being buried? I'd actually answer that question by saying no. I don't think he's being buried because for one to be buried, you must also assume that at some point he was at a level where he played a prominent role within the company, whether that be through championships, uh, however he is with the fan base, not just the fan base, but his ability to transcend outward, outside the wrestling community and fan base, draw additional eyes to the product. That is what to me would be buried. If you have somebody at a prominent level, like a Chris Jericho, like a Drew McIntyre, like a Randy Orton, like a John Moxley, in my opinion, Orange Cassidy has been placed on this high pedestal because he is over with a subset of the AEW fan base that is extremely niche and we all they all want to see him be successful. Myself included. I wouldn't mind Orange Cassidy being successful. But I said this from the beginning. Is the guy a main eventer? And does AEW see him as a main eventer? I hate to tell everybody I told you so. But three months ago, I told you so. I told you he wasn't going to be a major player in AEW. I told you that they weren't going to push him into this prominent role. And since that time when I told you guys that that wasn't going to happen, like you pointed out, what's his record? In the company where record is supposed to mean everything, he's two, two, and one with his most impressive win in singles competition, probably coming over in Helico or seven, I believe. One of them, dark order, arithmetic
0: numbers. Correct. I can't remember which one it is.
1: Look, we need to start being realistic. We need to start having the conversation and, and be understanding that, look, there is a subset of the AW fan base that wants to see this guy successful. But it's not going to work with the majority of the wrestling fan base. And the sooner people realize that, the better off all of the fan base will be.
0: Yeah, but here's what I think of it. First, I do think AEW finds him as a big proponent in the growth of the of the promotion. The reason I say that is one, they put him in a, a three month storyline with Chris Jericho. Now it's it done nothing sense. He well, yeah. He I mean Go he ahead. has he has three TNT Championship matches since that that win over Jericho in the Mimosa Mayhem match. So you could say, in, in, a, in a sense, he actually is getting pushed somewhat strongly because he's been in three TNT Championship matches. One went to a time limit draw against Cody. The other one, he was protected because there was outside interference. So there's that as well. And here's how I think of it too. Now, yes, he went from... One of the high-profile matches at All Out to the buy-in match against John Silver. Thank now, you. now, I understand where some people might be like, oh, this is a burial. This is you know him getting lower stock or whatever. But the purpose of the buy-in is to make sure those that are undecided, they're not sure if they're going to buy the show yet, buy the show. It's the same with the kickoff in WWE. You put people that you trust enough to get those undecided buyers to actually buy the match or buy the show. WWE did this a lot with the New Day and the New Day were in a bunch of kickoff matches and people are like, why are they putting them on the kickoff? They did this with Rusev to an extent as well. Why are they putting these guys on the kickoff? This is kind of a degradation, you would think. But no, Vince McMahon and Tony Khan are like, look, these are guys that are popular with our current fan base that we're hoping can entice those that are casual, unsure to draw them into this next four hours of whatever pay-per-view it is. So if Orange Cassidy and John Silver could have a good match, imagine what you could see if you pay the $50. bucks. you are going to get Cody versus Darby Allin. You're going to get Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. So if this match was good with two guys you don't know, imagine the matches you'll see with guys you do know.
1: So now we're trying to pretend that he's the guy that's going to entice people to buy pay per view no,
0: no, 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 That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's a guy that the fan base already like. But yes. to those that are a little unsure, if he has a good match with John Silver, two unknowns, and you see the card of those that you do know, it's going to help buy for those unsure
1: buyers. Yeah, he's going to encourage people to buy the pay-per-view. Yes, I understand that. Okay. So this is my main thing. The argument that I've been hearing all along, this is what people always comment in the comments section. You just don't get it, Ralph. You just don't get it. Well, okay. I want somebody to tell me, what don't I get? What am I missing here? If if AEW, the company that he's working for, has him go and defeat Chris Jericho, not once but twice would you not assume that would project him onto a better path to a main event level i asked you the day after he won that match do you see him going and beating a john moxley a brody lee a cody can you realistically see him winning any of those matches you told me the day after he won he beat chris jericho in that mimosa match you said no i still don't see him at that level and that's not because i dislike him as a professional wrestler i've been on record many times here saying i think he is a good wrestler i'll say it again i think he is a good wrestler but i think his character is so divisive that, one, it it drives off any of the fans that want to see a legitimate, real staged competition between two wrestlers with his play kicking and all of that other silly silliness that comes with him. They tried, or they at least made it seem like they were going to put him on a more serious path, cutting different promos, having him be a little more aggressive, And then they just revert back to the play kicking when the match with Cody. And then I guess this previous match, he wanted to take it a little more seriously. So you didn't get as much of that. But I want people to tell me, you know, just going in the comment section or telling me you don't get it, that's not a good enough approach anymore. That doesn't justify his record. That doesn't justify why he's on the buy-in against a guy, Silver, who is only over because of his skits on BTE and not so much what he does on Dynamite. Again, another guy who's over specifically with a subset of the fan base. Most of the the people, the casual fans who tune into Dynamite on a weekly basis, they probably don't know about what Silver does on on BTE. I know about it, you know about it, but you probably have to be a much more hardcore fan to know about his skits on that. So now, after having won those matches, he's now on the buy-in. You're trying to justify it, that's fine, you're entitled to your opinion. But I want people to legitimately tell me, so tell me what what am I missing? What am I overlooking? What is it that I don't get about him that supposedly some other guy just supposedly understands that I just can't see?
0: Do you I, know it? Do you know the answer to it? I think I do. I'm going to try to explain it the best I can, and okay. maybe someone I'll in the comment, back and listen. Go someone ahead. in the comment section might be able to explain this better than me. But I think what the problem is, you're trying to compare Orange Cassidy to like Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. Like mega, mega, mega draws. Like the best. Let me stop you right there, really quick. Am
1: I comparing him to that level or are there people that want to pretend that he's already at that level?
0: It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Now, some people feel like he could be the next megastar or he has captivated this audience. And the numbers show that, you know, he could sell merchandise, he can draw in viewers. He's a draw, depending on your definition of draw. Now, if you're the person that calls a draw, the person on the marquee is the only person that can draw and everyone on the undercard is nothing. I get your point. But in today's society, in today's wrestling world, there's no marquee. The brand is the marquee. WWE is the marquee. AEW is the marquee. So really the way to to gauge whether or not someone is a draw is is merchandise sale, is ratings and their their specific minute-to-minute or quarterly ratings. And Orange Cassidy has, to an extent, checked those boxes. Is he Austin? Is he Hogan? Is he The Rock? Absolutely not. Is he Jericho? Is he MJF? Is he Moxley? No, but I think he's at that that second tier where he he could be put in upper-mid-card situations And he has succeeded with those storylines with Jericho and those matches with Cody. I personally was not a fan of either one, but it's not his fault. He did the best he could with those matches. And the fact that he's going toe-to-toe with Cody and drawing the time limit draw and then having to be protective with outside interference with Arn Anderson and John Silver, I think just solidifies that AEW still has plans for him. And believe it or not, it could end up with him. With the TNT Championship.
1: Oh, God. Okay. So my opinion is this. I see him as somebody who is niche, slightly above a comedic role, unless he
0: changes his approach. But I think he has. I think with the Jericho storyline and even with the Cody matches, he's not as into indie gimmick with the play kicks he was doing a little bit of the play kicks in the begin, in the in the Cody in the first Cody match but that second one where he knew he needed that sense of urgency to win the match because of maybe did too many play kicks and that cost him that extra second where he could have won the TNT championship he was a little bit more serious in the second match i know where, I, so, I get it so so they they are starting to progress his more serious side of orange cassidy that if they continue on that path I think that will turn over some of those fans that are are a little reluctant to say, okay, I get it now.
1: I'm not saying I don't get it. As a matter of fact, I think I do get it. I think I know exactly the type of character he is. I know the exact type of subset of the fan base that he's going to get over with and he'll always be over with. Quote CM Punk when he was talking to John Cena. It's not that he doesn't like John Cena. It's that people pretend he's the best. That's fine. You want to talk about Orange Cassidy and talk about him in the upper mid-card level, I can certainly accept that. I don't think he's ever going to get past that with this current character that he's trying to portray, because I think it drives off the fans who want to see a more serious professional wrestling approach. And to me, unless he changes things up a little bit, I I don't think that you're going to get people to buy into him. I see him as niche. I see him as somebody who's going to get over with a certain percentage of the fan base, and they'll defend him wholeheartedly. And I'm sure people are going to hate on me in the comments section. And you know what? That's fine because I'm being realistic about it. And I've been realistic about it the entire time when it comes to Orange Cassidy. So much so that people will get upset with the things I say about him. The fact is, since his wins over Chris Jericho, he has not been pushed strongly. There's been maybe... Uh, arguably some changes to the way that he approaches his matches, depending on if he feels like participating in those matches or not. Other than that, I mean, to suggest that, like some people actually do go out of their way to suggest that he's, he's the next big thing in professional wrestling. He's a megastar. This guy has something special. You want to be on that boat? Fine. Go ahead. The Titanic sunk once a long time ago, and that boat's going to go down just as quickly as that one. I could see the iceberg, right from my window, right here in front of me, I see it and I'm hopping off on the with a life vest and going on that rowboat and I'm going to make it to land and I'm going to go root for Chris Jericho and all the other guys. I'm not going to be on the SS Orange Cassidy anymore. So enjoy the ride. I'll be here in a year from now when we revisit this conversation, hopefully when fans come back and when we're still pretending that he's this megastar that has 127,000 followers on social media, which I don't know any megastars and draws that have that little of... A following that's sh- certainly surprising to me well
0: i'll be the one telling you i was right all along all right well maybe we will revisit this in a year from now but someone that actually was an opponent of orange cassidy early on in 2020 was pack he's coming back to aew dynamite and we talk about it on a recent episode you click the thumbnail on the screen right now don't forget to share us all over social media We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at SCPB Podcast. Subscribe to join the conversation, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Babble.